You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, at the time of the evening, you will join us on a Medical Talk. And Alhamdulillah, Dr. Abdul Majid Katmi Ruhari has gone out of his way to produce this show for us. Uh, hygiene, the washing of the hand, Sahara, so important in the House of Islam. And Alhamdulillah, many other platforms are also benefiting from his uh, research. And Alhamdulillah, keeping many conscientize on what is going. So let me welcome you all with Dr. Abdul Majid Katmi. Let me welcome you all with a hearty Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. And Dr. Abdul Majid Katmi, Bismillah. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem. Bismillahi Rahmani Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salam. على معلم البشرية وطبيبها محمد اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك عليه My dear sister, my dear brother, Alhamdulillah, I am back. Dr. Abdul Majid, let me speak to you from the United Kingdom. Last Sunday, we discussed National Hygiene Week 3 to 9 October. And I think I've done maybe about half, presented half of the subject, and i like tonight to give you the other half of the fascinating hygiene measure given to us in Quran and a lot of it from a hadith or sunnah or behavior of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. In the second part, tonight, second segment, amazing, yesterday, yesterday, 15 October, it was Global Hand Washing Day. Global, all over the world, discussing the importance of washing your hand during the day few times few times a day. This is done by non-Muslim, by scientists, doctors, non-Muslim, discovering the importance of frequent hand washing. And you only could have it in Islam and in the Islamic practice. So let's go first to discuss what is left from the big list. I gave half of it last Sunday. National hygiene week and um, and one feel frustrated that not muslim doctor talking about it especially when the occasion come they are embedded in the teaching of islam prescription of hygiene from allah from the prophet muhammad sallallahu and one could write a fascinating book by the way, my previously Islamic Medical Association wrote before uh, personal hygiene in Islam. We had a booklet before written by Dr. late Dr. Ghulam Mustafa Khan, who died a few years ago. He was a doctor, ear nose specialist, AGP. He was founder and president of our Islamic Medical Association in the UK. So we had this small production, but believe me now, 
I'm, I'm not good in sitting writing book as such. You know, if anybody take last week talk and tonight talk, you will make fascinating book for da'wah and for educating our Muslim community because many of them, they don't practice, they are not aware. I'm sorry to tell you that I ha had many complaints you know, from non-Muslim here in UK, saying you don't look clean, you are not clean in your house, you are not clean in your shop. While Islam is full of instruction and cleanliness, you know. I'm worried, somebody told me in Germany, Muslims are called the smelly. How can you have that? When you have got this hundred prescription on hygiene, you know. This should be a way of da'wah. You should be shining with hygiene and cleanliness in all aspects of life. At home, in the shop, in the office, you know, personal hygiene, in eating, in sleeping, you know, and, and go, uh, in all activity. There is thing attached to any Islamic activity, hygiene, all the time. Reward all the time, saving money all the time. As I always tell you, each Islamic instruction is a three in one we discovering. Three in one, subhanAllah. So let me go to the rest of the subject. I gave you a lot last Sunday, a big list, mainly prescribed by the physician, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Some few in the Quran, especially wudu, ablution, and few other things, but the Prophet explained it all. The physician, the doctor to humanity, he gave us in detail the Islamic instruction in hundreds and hundreds of situations in your daily life. Subhanallah. So anyway, uh, last Sunday, I stopped to the prescription on hygiene cleanliness when after you die. Washing the dead body. Can you imagine that? This, even the person dead, we want him clean. We want her clean before burial. Subhanallah. You don't find this as such prescribed. You know, very important, you know, for quick burial and for before quick burial to do janaza and janaza uh, washing the body and shrouding the body and and uh, and taking the body to the grave, etc. Even I notice touching dead body is not advisable. I was. I remember hearing in some place, you need wudu. Again, you know, touching even that body, touching it, it could have something on the skin after death, Allah knows, etc. Now, one thing fascinates me about the human body is pure. Inside the human body is hygiene all over. But we know we have a tube for like, intestine for the poo, for the feces, we have ureter for the urine, is controlled, 
restricted in special place, but the whole body organ generally in state of hygiene, subhanallah, and state of purity. You know, all the different organs, liver, stomach, you know, lung, etc., in a state of purity. And usually we have Ramadan, the destroyer of all bad cell in the body, all the sick cell in the body, etc., etc., the service of the body, especially when you fast, generally, two days a week or whatever in Ramadan, to purify the body, subhanallah. And important to keep the body hygienic and not to rush to fill the body with toxin in our daily life, to fill the body with a lot of harmful chemical and haram ingredient in vaccine. Still Muslims sleeping, they don't want to believe that. Harmful chemical. We have big list done by the West, what's inside the vaccine. We have a big list of haram ingredients in almost all vaccine today. You're spoiling the human body. You're contaminating the human body. Subhanallah. While Allah has provided us for the best army, the natural immune defense system, if you establish it well in the early year, if also you maintain it after. Subhanallah. So, as I said, feces, urine, urine separated, secluded in special tube, channel to be excreted outside the body. So, one thing fascinates me, this allergy, Islam create regarding feces and urine. It's not like normal water, normal solid thing. Najasa, look to the word Najasa. Fascinating words. Najasa means the most dirty, the most filthy, the most dangerous, you know, feces, urine. Subhanallah, you don't find this allergy, this awareness in any religion, in any WHO or Western doctor, etc. This sensitivity about urine and feces because they're full of jam and bacteria and harmful chemical, etc., etc. Subhanallah. Dead cells staying in the organ will die locally, especially in fasting. Pure, clean, safe, protected organ environment. The body has human body, the Khalifa of Allah. The human body created in the best design by Allah has to be all the time pure, clean, I'm talking the body on the surface and inside. Pure, clean, safe, protected organ environment. But today, apart from vaccine and harmful medicine, chemical, you know, we in our normal way of life, Western way of life, secular way of life, our body full of many hundreds of toxic toxin and toxic chemical from our wrong, unhealthy way of life. Subhanallah. Now, as I said, a lot of filth in urine, feces, 
the virus, toxic chemical, heavy metal, and human part, uh, animal part, monkey, pig cell, cancer cell, antibiotic specialties in vaccine, all pushed in a second by injection. They're avoiding all stages in the human body to be destroyed by the natural immune defense system. Because we were surprised, doctor, to discover when started to know about the natural immune defense system, you got like 30 to 50 stages when any bacteria or viruses got in, succeeded to get inside the human body and to give you disease. Most doctors in the world, by and large, including, I'm sorry to say many Muslim doctors, they are not aware of the 30 to 50 stage step in order to destroy any intruder, any virus, any bacteria. They don't know about it. And I don't know if the vaccine industry know about it and kept silent. But I believe there is wide ignorance in the whole world, in the whole world, to marginalize, to forget about natural immune defense system. We got solution, we got the drug, we got the vaccine, ta, 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 ta. Big business enterprise, damaging the organ of the people, killing pe people dying from vaccine, etc. The reality about what's going in vaccine is unbelievable. Ignorance is there. Only thing spreading is the word, spread by WHO especially. You know what's going, what we put inside our body. How many people take notice of that? To be careful not to put anything in the mouth. Only halal and tayyibah enter your human body. Only. We don't practice it that. Even in food, halal and tayyibah. Even the meat is not halal, truly halal today, consumed by Muslims. Even the meat and most food, fruit, vegetable, they are not tayyib. As the Quran have said today, this is why we are suffering a lot with disease and more chronic disease, more big business for the big pharma and drug industry. People are not noticing that. There are many in the West non-Muslim waking up, subhanAllah, before the Muslim, I'm sorry to say, about what we're doing to our body. Is this a normal way in life to leave most of us chronic disease and drug after drug, drug after drug, where is primary prevention? This is, I call it, a real conspiracy to keep us ill and chronic disease forever and take medicine forever and spend all your money on drug and medicine. There are trillion, they, they are big, giant business people in drug and in vaccine today, unfortunately. You know, then they give you more and more and more large number of vaccine, large number of drug, etc., etc. Let's go back to the list. What else? Touching genital. Look at that. The non-Muslim doctor in front of me in hospital, they examine patient, touch genital, carry on. Carry on, he go to eat lunch. Except a few, to be fair. Few, I see them washing their hand. 
touching genital in Islam because genital can have some virus, some bacteria, some sweat, some lice, etc. Islam, Islam gave you this awareness more than 1400 years ago. Be careful about touching your genital. If you touch your voodoo gone, look at that. Look at that, this sensitivity for hygiene is unbelievable. Another thing, I was astonished to see the West coming, discussing it before the Muslim, put shoes at the door. Alhamdulillah, we have many Muslims who do that. But I didn't expect to see organization in the West saying you don't enter the house, the sitting room, the kitchen, the bedroom with your shoes. Shoes at the door. One can discuss it as a whole lecture, what happened in shoes, what contaminations they can give. It annoys me a lot personally, especially in UK when we, the shoes carry a lot of poo of the dog. We have about eight, nine million dogs. They spread their poo, especially in the park, on the road, everywhere. And all of us, Muslim and non-Muslim, our shoes full of excreta of the dog, even you don't see it, subhanAllah. So shoes at the door is not for Muslim only, it's for everybody hygiene, you know, to avoid dirt, oil, feces, bacteria, dog excreta, etc. You know, no bacteria. In 40% of the shoe, they, stay, they said, the scientists, non-Muslim about shoes, 40% shoes stay for days. Many days with the with the bacteria, with the with the dog feces, etc. E. coli, they say, Clostridium difficile, and Staphylococcus, COVID. They live longer with the show. Safe crawling of baby. Are they safe? One hour baby crawl on the carpet, you know. When our children play in the park, almost all of it con contaminated by the eight, nine million dogs. Even we Muslims, we don't take precaution. You know, the grass in the park is full of dog feces. And dog feces can give you epilepsy, blindness because of toxocaracanis and parasites. No pesticide, no toxin, you know, general rule in Islam, organic, as we always say, you know, no all this uh, chemical, harmful chemical, you know. F uh, grounding earth, subhanAllah, this another fascinating thing related to electricity com connecting the, the human body to the earth, etc. They found it useful today. Thanks God we have the washing of the feet. Washing of the feet three times before wudu, 15 times, five daily prayer, you know, etc. Clean house, this what should be. I'm sorry to say. I'm sorry to say. We have seen many houses not clean. Kitchen not clean. The bed, bedroom is not clean. Clean mosque, would you believe it? With all this hundred instruction of hygiene cleaners, we have many unclean and dirty mosques today. 
Shop halal meat. Forgive me, my dear butcher. We saw a lot of unhygienic, unclean halal meat shop. Very common today, unfortunately. You see the blood. You see the house of fly. You see this. You smell think bad, etc. And when they hide the meat behind, you don't see is not in a hygienic situation, etc. They don't use the te right temperature in freezing, in putting fridge, etc. No ventilation in a lot of place, you know. I'm sorry we have got the best hygienic measure in Islam, but we have many Muslim, unfortunately, do not follow all these hygienic measures. In fact, I, I suggest we should utilize Muslim doctor, health personnel to give talk about hygiene in the house, to give talk about hygiene in the shop or halal shop, to give talk about hygiene in the in the company, in the office, etc., etc. In toilet, sewage, najasa, defecation, and recommended in the West with small voice. Not big Muslims should join these people, you know, squatting, squatting, squatting not sitting on the western toilet, unhygienic for many reasons. There is campaign rising by doctor scientists, non-Muslim, you know, better for your colon to avoid hemorrhoid, to avoid uh, constipation, to avoid many things. A human being should squat and you have to make it hygienic with good running water. You can put something on the on the wall to put your hand, hold, etc., etc. And when you are in toilet, you know, use left hand. Very important for urination, for defecation, etc. They are not the same right hand. May Allah make us from the right people, you know, to be in Jannah. Flushing the toilet, it can spread. If you don't, put back the cover of the toilet. Very important. The western toilet, obviously, I'm talking. Flushing the toilet, they spread in the air, coming to your face. Millimeter. Tiny droplet coming from flushed water. This why, subhanAllah, I feel when I go to toilet, I, I, I flush it quickly and run away quickly. You know. But obviously to help a lot, put the cover quickly about, you know, for the flushing in the toilet. Don't leave it open. Keep it always covered, especially when you're flushing, you know. Another precaution, no urination, stagnant water. In, in water is not moving, stagnant. No urination, it can give you a lot of health problems. Poor sanitation, unfortunately, I said that before, in poor country, they haven't got money to do proper sewage, toilet, etc. Wudu before sleep, look at that, recommended, subhanAllah, how much you clean, all the spot in your body which can still have bacteria, virus, germ, dirt, etc. Look to this precaution. Another precaution in Islam, they use one wudu broke, they need a new wudu, they quickly, Muslim, quickly run to have wudu. There is no prayer. They're not going for prayer. Look to this protection to keep yourself in a stage of wudu, etc.
What else? Waking up. Waking up, washing the nose, washing the hand. This was practice. Before going to do wudu, to do prayer, fajr prayer, etc. The nose open to hole at night. A lot of hidden germ, bacteria, virus can go inside it. Why the Prophet choose only the nose? Subhanallah. Because quite open can take harmful virus, bacteria. And washing the hand too, very important. Wudu after bleeding. And after wind, fart, person that. All this, if you analyze it, you know, from bacteriological point of view, you will find evidence. Why we have to do wudu after one pass a wind, etc. A lot of things in the air coming from your fart or wind from inside the colon, feces. Subhanallah, you have to do new wudu to, to avoid the area you are in, to, to, to clean, flush, wash all the spot in your body which may be contaminated after you, you doing wind, etc. Dog touch. Yes, seven times touching the dog. We have big problems suffering. Muslim here, eight, nine million dogs. They are around us in shopping, in the train, in the bus. Seven times one of it by sand because doctor in London discovered there is parasite from the doctor. So Karakanis will not die except by sand. This is what they said. Non-Muslim doctor in London. But the top doctor, physician Muhammad sallallahu he said one of it by sand. What else we notice? Honey, vinegar, antiseptic, recommended in Islam. Subhanallah. Cover the plate at night. Who does it? Only practicing Muslim. You got plate outside cover because a lot of things at night, the air contaminated fungus, etc., can go inside your food while you're sleeping and snoring. You don't know. Cover the plate. Obviously, also no, no intimate relation in the back passage. We have about 25 disease. No relation, husband and wife, to have intimate relation in the most filthy spot in the body. No intercourse. During, also during the period, precaution, you know, otherwise there will be infection. And after births, I guess, I remember maybe 40 days. Best Sadaqa Jarrett is a poor sponsor, a well. This was the Prophet suggested. Well, for wudu, for hygiene, for cleanliness, etc., etc. So you can see, my dear brother, here this fascinating instruction regarding the issue of personal hygiene. I need to have a break now and I will be with you soon, inshallah, to discuss, you know, World Hand Washing Day, which is a basic part of hygiene, daily hygiene for us. And I will be with you soon, inshallah. You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, my dear brother, my dear sister. Allow me 
to continue on with all this fascinating prescription in Islam for hygiene. But before going there, you know, I uh, like this issue of sanitizer, which came a lot with the COVID-19, you know, coronavirus, you should have sanitizer, etc. We, if you just look after I finish or tomorrow, the harm, the problem in using sanitizer. Don't listen to me. Go Google search. It's a lot of problem. You know, risk of fire, sanitizer, 60% have alcohol, at least, cause antibiotic resistance, super bug, problem in sanitizer, cause many health problem, skin irritation, dermatitis, fragrant added is toxic, do interfere the sanitizer with the natural immune defense system. Now, I look to water, subhanAllah. Water is the best safe sanitizer. I don't know why. Must be business for sanitizer for that company and other, you know. By, and how the doctor kept silent and bacteriologists kept silent. The, the many, many quality of water, tap water, drinking water, you don't need sanitizer. It's the best effective sanitizer. You know, they're using water and hand washing. What, what we discovered? Easy, handy, available everywhere. Free of charge, no payment. Natural cleaning can be used easily, frequently during the day. Take away all bacteria, virus in the drain, you know, when proper hand washing is done. Proper, by the way, we need one to discuss how to do proper hand washing. Is soothing to the skin, to the human body. No side effect, no health hazard. Available to use a lot of things, not only the hand, the arm, the feet, the nose, the mouth, subhanAllah, which we do it in wudu. Running water is soothing to the ear. Relax you. Is in heaven, Jannah too. Jannatin tajrimin al In heaven, you will have heaven under it, river flowing. Water, river. It touched all infected spots and hidden area in your hand. Not only your hand also, it touch all, it go all over. Sanitizer, you find part of the hand is, you know, try to clean it. Chosen by surgeon, look at that. To use before doing any operation, please, my dear doctor, just go and watch. Maybe you're doing it yourself as a surgeon. What the surgeon is doing before the operation. He almost doing wudu, washing properly the hand, the arm, you know, all this organ. He's like doing wudu, subhanAllah, with water, not with sanitizer, water. By the surgeon used before doing any operation, washing the hand frequently. Order in the Quran and Hadith to use it, water. One is rewarded in Islam by implementing the Quranic prophetic order, using water. Highly recommend Islam to sponsor a well, well to keep
you know, facility for washing, wudu, drinking water, etc. Hopefully free from any harmful chemical. Do not interfere with our natural useful bacteria. This will need a lot of time to explain it. You got natural useful bacteria, especially by the way in the colon. You can drink it when you need it. Hand washing with water is recommended by WHO. Islam used beautifully the word tahur, clean, tahur, clean, sterile water. You know, hygiene, water prevention to all, you know, most bacteria, virus, etc., etc. Now, I like now to go, if you allow me, to the other issue of subject, global hand washing, which was yesterday, 15 October. Yesterday. And something will be interested to Muslim doctors who are aware of the big, prestigious, famous British Medical Journal. British Medical Journal. I told you before, subhanAllah, I was uh, lucky in a way. I, I had publication before about uh, hand washing in Islam, and I couldn't believe the British Medical Journal published it to me. Not in the main journal, they have section I told you before called Rapid Response online email. You can look at it every day, BMJ slash rapid response, every day 10, 20 new articles on different subjects. At time of COVID, especially two years, at COVID, I couldn't believe my eye. I, I sent them many Islamic medical articles and almost all they publish it for me on different subjects. And forgive me, may Allah give me reward. Forgive me, I haven't seen in all my life one Islamic medical article in the British Medical Journal or in rapid response. You know, I haven't seen it till now. The sound of Islam is not heard as a shifa, as a cure, as a prevention of disease. This is, I call it, gross neglect by all Islamic medical associations in the world, by FEMA, by all Muslim medical organizations. They should look back and see what is in Islam, you know, link to health, to medicine, etc. We don't see much about this, unfortunately. So now we have got this issue of global hand washing was yesterday because it was it is a big problem. They find all these uh, issue of people hand carry coronavirus, carry twenty, thirty disease in the hand if you don't wash frequently during the day. Only practicing Muslim do that. Only. It's not in WHO, as I keep always saying that. 
is not in all the big non-Muslim doctor organization. Subhanallah. So this was published for me by the Mosan was one in front of me in BMJ 2015. But in the last two years, I had one also on hand hygiene. This was published for me. I put the fascinating medical health hygienic data only in hand washing. Only in hand washing because I was discussing the problem of doctors not washing their hand in hospital and when they examine their patient and their genital. You know what they said in the original article, we wish we wish our doctor and nurse wash their hand a few times a day. We have more than few times a day. Muslim doctor who practice Islam in hospital and clinic and do wudu for the sake of their patient. Not only for the doctor's sake, for sake. Do wudu, ablution, prayer. Then do prayer, spirituality. You need it in the hectic difficult time working in hospital you need spirituality you need to remember to be straight honest not lying not covering up not cheating etc it's is is so many things if you do ablution so many benefits you do ablution and pray in your own hospital in your clinic thanks god now we're having many hospital here in uk they allocate a room for Muslim prayer, but frequently they do it for prayer, generally. And practicing Muslim doctors, they go, and some sister, and they pray, you know, Zuhur, or Asr, or Maghrib, etc. So, what I'm going to read to you, this is blessing from Allah, to get things published, to raise the flag of Islam. They're talking about hand hygiene in, in hospital in UK and they're failing, they say. So I went to the article, original article, and the title, Improving Hand Hygiene in Hospital. More is better. Surely more is better. More means ablution five, five times a day and each hand three times in every ablution three times. So let me read now. I think it covers the main idea which I have in another big article about hand washing in Islam. So I'm going to read what they published for me, British Medical Journal, about hand hygiene in hospital. I said I was interested to read the issue of BMJ on 1st August. And I was amazed to see three medical study reports of the importance of repeated hand washing and the importance of having clean, hygienic hand among all medical staff in hospital in order to avoid a lot of cross-infection, you know, uh, to patients and a lot of death and to save us a lot of money, no doubt. The conclusion today is that we are still all failing to have good compliance with repeated hand washing among our medics. 
It is still a wide global medical problem in need of new way and reinforcement to have a high rate of compliance, especially among our doctors and nurses. It was mentioned that we still need education, feedback, reminder, institutional safety climate, goal setting, reward incentive, accountability, they mentioned originally in their article, all this we needed. This lack of hand washing repeatedly and good hand washing and hygiene is, is still quite a serious medical problem affecting badly our innocent patient and killing many. Now, before coming to my Islamic data, I, I mentioned <clears throat> about 15% of patients are infected in our hospital. Can you believe that? The patient coming with a disease or infection or without infection for operation or something, he's picking up, he and she, you know, 15% of patients picking up infection from the hospital. Can you believe that? It's unbelievable. In England <clears throat> alone, you know, by the way, UK is four countries, England, Scotland, <clears throat> you know, Northern Ireland, Wales. So England mean like the London and the area above, you know. So in one fourth of UK, England, we have 100,000 cases of infection. They're talking about hospital and infection. You getting it? Do you think it's wise to go to hospital? 100,000 cases of infection. Leading, listen to that. This is not my figure. This is their figure. Leading to 5,000 deaths annually. Infection in hospital. 5,000 deaths annually. Costing Britain over 1 billion pound a year. Not million, billion pound a year. Another hygienic issue that also ought to be addressed is touching lot of unclean medical equipment, surface, furniture around patient. Still, we're talking of just only the patient touching the patient, but all around is infected. Now, here starting my Islamic data. Hopefully some non-Muslim doctor read it and open their heart to Islam. Ya Allah, hopefully. We would like in this letter, my letter here, to give some Islamic hygienic hand-washing solution to our Muslim doctor. I have to be, you know, straight going to Muslim doctor, Muslim nurse, Muslim patient, etc., who are today in large number in our clinic and hospital. So I'm giving message from the religion of this Muslim for them. Obviously, without mentioning religion, the biggest advice I like to give to non-Muslim, follow all the instruction. You don't have to be Muslim, but if you are Muslim, better, more hygienic, you know. Follow all these instructions prescribed by the physician who could not read and write, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Follow this prescription, you know, 
uh, as normal article, nothing to do with religion, and implement it for your health. This is what should be. The WHO, if, 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 she, if they are fair and honest, at least they should spread all this hygienic measure in Islam for washing the hair for the 2,000 million Muslims. Two billion Muslims we have. Two thousand will save them a lot of disease, hospital, death. You know, they should be the Muslim Ummah. Oh, I see, and others should adopt this. And have I have a lot of suggestions to be adopted to Muslim Ummah against smoking, against adultery, for breastfeeding from Islam, but medically wise as told by WHO. Let's go back. We hope that this Muslim message and reminder to our Muslim medic will help in reducing the large number of cross infection and deaths among our patients and save us economically too. Amazingly. This is all, by the way, my article I'm reading from the British Medical Journal, Rapid Response. Amazingly, these Islamic instructions on hygiene and repeated hand washing are interesting and a lot of people are not aware of it or not aware of the link to health and prevention of disease. They are not aware, even many Muslim doctors, I, I guess. First, the big one, which I mentioned last Sunday, before doing any of our five obligatory daily prayer, we are requested in Islam to wash our hands properly three times before each prayer. Ablution, wudu, fast. Five, also in hand washing, not only we do hand washing, wudu, we are requested to wash our face, eye, nose, mouth, throat, arm, ear, feet, and to rub the front of our hair, you know, this in each evolution. So maybe your hand is clear, but germ virus, here I'm saying myself now here, germ virus can be on our face, bacteria on our face, in our eye, in our nose, especially in our mouth, in our throat, on the arm, ear, feet, all these other spots. The Prophet وسلم, the Quran superior for the hygiene. They don't depend on just hand washing. The Prophet Muhammad complimenting the Quranic prescription in hygiene to give us all this washing ablution with all the organs which can pick up virus bacteria. Allahu Akbar. Secondly, Listen to the, another fascinating list. Thanks God. I thank Allah for giving me the success to publish it in the British Medical Journal. Secondly, the final Prophet Muhammad has asked us also to wash our hands frequently during the day. We are not talking now on wudu and ablution. Finish. To, we are asked by the Prophet who couldn't read and write. Give us all this Islamic prophetic instruction to wash our hand extra 
apart from the 15th time, there was wudu ablution. The Prophet Muhammad instructed us, he gave us the most hygienic prescription you will never find anywhere in the world. And not definitely not in WHO. He said the Prophet Muhammad to wash on waking up from sleep. I mentioned before, cleaning the nose too. This is just waking up. Just waking up. There, washing the head and cleaning the nose. Next. When coming out of the toilet, yes, water has to be used, not only tissue, water. When coming out of the, because there will be filth and feces and bacteria and virus does not come out with the tissue only. Subhanallah. Water. Take away everything when you do properly, when coming out of the toilet. What else he instructed as the Prophet before and after eating any food? Ya salam, ya salam. I'm trying to remember, did I ever see it in my life in any medical instruction from non-Muslim? You know, there might be occasionally a few people worried about disease in the hand, etc. You have to wash before eating. And by the way, I hope I'm wrong. I'm learning more and more. Our children, especially not taught at home to wash hand before eating. Very important. Wash hand before eating and after eating. You know, you know, usually the non-Muslims, they use a spoon and fork. And when they finish, 90.9%, 99%, they don't wash hand usually. And uh, this is not hygienic. Obviously, washing hand more for people utilizing their hand and finger in eating with clean hand and finger. What else? The Prophet warned us, which I mentioned also before, after touching our genital or anal area, back passage, or that of other people, patient, when doctor examined the genital of the patient. What else? After touching a dead body, this is important in hospital. We touch, we examine, we have to check dead patient, etc. We are asked to wash hand after touching a dead body. What else? After touching any dirt or suspicious thing? Yes, salam. And when a dog is touched, to wash our hands seven times, one of them with the sand mud, sand, from the soil, from the ground. You know, I mentioned this before to you, but six times to wash what the dog touching. You know, six times, look at this sensitivity in Islam to avoid being touched by dog or to touch dog, etc. Subhanallah. We are requested also to clean, brush our teeth in ablution. Yes, five times a day at least. And many people do it before eating, after eating, before sleeping. Subhanallah. Now, I, by the way, I thank CII, Channel Islam International, for putting many adverts and posts on Miss Wack.
Allah bless you, CII, on Miss Wack, the Islamic toothbrush, and with toothpaste inside it, two in one. And the Prophet recommended, not forced, not obligatory, recommended to have miswak cleaning your teeth in the five daily prayer. But when you are, you know, during the, all your day life, we discover Muslim practicing, we add to it maybe 10 more brushing the teeth. The whole world, the whole West, I tell you only twice a day, generally. To have our nail cut, always. Still, I'm reading from my published article, response in British Medical Journal. To have our nail cut, always. To use always the right hand for cleaning and eating and touching family member and in shaking hand. And to use the left hand for other thing. And to take step to avoid cross infection. By, by not taking the germ to a non-infected person or to pick up the germ from an infected person, subhanAllah. Any Muslim, I'm the end of my article now in British Medical Journal, any Muslim who is obeying God, Allah, and the Prophet and do all these repeated hand washing and all other hygienic measures will be rewarded by God, by Allah. You know, on top of this fascinating hygiene, you have reward. Sadaqat accumulated for you, subhanAllah. Because you obey Allah. You obey the Prophet Muhammad. You have reward always. And I said, and all his have sin related to the sinful use of his different organ, hand, eye, mouth, you know, will be deleted. Will go away with the used water. As told by the Prophet, we have all Islamic reference for all of this Islamic hygienic and hand washing measure and instruction, which have been described in Islam since more than 1400 years ago. Finally, we would like finally to remind and appeal to all Muslim doctors, all Muslim nurses, and most Muslim patients, as some patients are unable to do this repeated hand washing, patients who are in our hospital and clinic to practice this great, helpful, repeated hand washing and other healthy hygienic measures which are prescribed in Islam, in the religion of this Muslim doctor, religion of Muslim nurse patient, to do it for the sake and health of our patient and our nation. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ali Muhammad. Ya ayyuhad dunya asikhi wa shahadi. Inna Muhammadan huwa nabi. Ya zid dunya asikhi wa shahadi. In Please, my dear listener, say salawat on the physician to mankind, Sayyidina Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Please distribute this hopefully useful instruction on hygiene to all family Muslim to all doctors, to all nurses, 
tall patient, make leaflet, make, we can make it YouTube, etc. And some Muslim bacteria can make it beautiful, YouTube, you know, or video, etc. We need to spread it, I believe, among Muslims generally, because we have been attacked, criticized by dirty house, dirty shop, dirty mosque, etc. So we need to put our house in order, no doubt. My dear brother and sister, thank you for listening. Please do dua for me. And I hope if I'm alive to be with you next Sunday, insha'Allah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Yes, sir, time for us to now go for the Isha Azan. And inshallah, we will continue with the pertinence punctuated after that.